Hey readers, welcome to The Club! The unfiltered book club podcast where we discuss all things fantasy, romance, pop culture, and our favorite topic, ourselves. We're your hosts, Ashlyn Clark and Katie Hoyt. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the club. My name is Ashlyn. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm here with one of my besties of all time, Miss Katie Hoyt. How are you doing, Katie? I'm doing okay. Just vibing. Um, you know, we kind of have been a little silent lately, yeah. and we want to not explain ourselves because we don't feel like we owe an explanation, but there's just a lot that has been going on the last couple of months and it's yeah, funny so because on the like, last sorry, go ahead. on the last episode we were just saying that yeah we want to try to do a catch up and like we've been so busy but we're going to be more active on Instagram yeah. like <laughs> oh babe we just literally was we're like setting ourselves up to do less, even less than Somehow before. That, that's how it worked out. Yeah. So we wanted to do a catch up in April. We didn't. Then we wanted to do one in May and we still didn't. And so we decided that since we're already filming our book review today, we will just go ahead and do a quick little catch up before and then post it as a separate video because we don't, or rather we're just doing audio today. So it's a separate link, but we have just been so busy and we'll tell you guys all about it. Um, that's the nice part about like this podcast being totally for pleasure and not for like any sort of money right. is that we can kind of work <laughs> it around our lives. So, um, with that being said, we'll just dive right into our catch up. We didn't want it to be so long. We know that our book reviews have been running a little lengthy, so we're going to do it as yeah. separate podcasts all together. So, um, you could, we're going to post these the same day, Katie, or or this week and next yeah, week? I think we'll probably end up doing same day. And um, as either you have noticed or like Ashlyn just said, this is going to be audio only, which we will um, go into detail about why that is. So, yeah, let's just kick it off. So I think the last time we did any sort of like actual catch up, we talked about um, how we went to Nashville to see Taylor on the last oh my God, amazing. episode. I'm still not um, over it. No, literally same. And oh my God, I saw where last weekend in Detroit, she did breathe as the surprise song. When I tell you, I literally like felt like I was in seventh grade and my boyfriend broke up with me again, like heartbreak that I'm I did so not sorry. get to hear it. So um, I felt the same way whenever I was in. So my, a couple of my friends and I went to Charlotte for a wedding and we were getting home. We'd gone to some bar. We're getting home after like the welcome party or whatever. And we just looked up to see like what she sang. And she was in New York and she sang Maroon and Getaway Car. That was like the theme of the weekend. We were just pissed at Taylor. We were like maroon and getaway car. Like those are two of the most iconic songs for us. I mean, everyone has their own. Yeah. She has so many different eras, but seriously, we were depressed. So I totally understand the feeling. I'm sorry that it happened to you. I was, I, so Katie and I, neither of us listened or looked up the set list ahead of time when we mm -hmm. went to the concert. So neither of us knew 
like what surprise songs had been performed, what songs were going to be performed, like as part of the normal set list. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like the aftermath. We're like realizing which songs we didn't get to hear and who, are, who yes. is now getting to hear them. And it's devastating. It really is. And I literally have looked up to see like, okay, where would I be willing to fly out to? And where could I get like cheap tickets? Like I want to go again. And I just, if, if I was rich and didn't, you know, like have a real job, I would be be going as much as possible. Yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. The hard part about me. So I haven't started work yet. I start on this coming Monday, which is so fucking weird. But (laughs) the hard part about like, you know, not really having a real job right now, but being poor is that (laughs) I definitely could have made one or two of those work, but like literally with what money. So yeah, it's devastating no matter, no matter what. Um, So the reason why I'm so poor right now is because Jake and I have just moved houses so we were living in pelham which is like a little bit south of birmingham and we moved to irondale because it's just a little bit of a better location for where i'll be working i won't have to like Mm -hmm. travel as far it has been so expensive because the house is well first of all it's way smaller which is kind of weird because you wouldn't think you would need to buy anything because you have so much crap but really most of the stuff we had was crap so (laughs) (laughs) we have gone to like all the local Goodwills and dropped off all of our shit. And then nope. um, Jake has sold some things like on Facebook marketplace, but we had to buy like new um, curtains for every room, new rugs for every room, like basically all new like kitchen supplies. It was just honestly a money pit. And so we're still kind of in the process of moving. And that was one of the reasons why Katie and I talked about like maybe just doing audio only this month because my office is set up, but it's not set up for like, videography right it's not like the aesthetic is just like not quite there yet you've only no. been there what a couple weeks and right. like a couple weeks but I also share because our house is so much smaller I'm sharing this office with Jake my husband for those yeah. of y'all who don't know him <laughs> and I would have to pretty much rearrange my office to have my normal like look for the podcast like my bookshelf behind me or whatever if I just videoed from my actual desk sits every day it would just be him behind me like working (laughs) which is just not the vibe you know we love him but (laughs) yeah no it is stressful and it's so expensive to move and you know what I've moved and I know that you have as well like long distances I genuinely feel like moving a short distance is worse because you're like, oh, we can just go right back. We can make multiple trips. We can blah, blah, blah. It literally is easier if you have to put all of your shit in one truck and move it once. That's easier. And you don't realize that, but moving smaller distances is like even worse. Yeah, because you give yourself that excuse. And um, we were in our lease supposed to be until July. And my husband reached out to our landlord and was like, we would love to get out early. Like, if you have anyone interested in looking at the house, please let us know. So basically the chain of events happened was they texted us and they were like, can we have someone come look at the house in an hour and a half? So I had an hour and a half to literally clean the whole house, um, tidy everything. And then 
this was on a Wednesday. And then they came to look at the house. And then on Thursday, we found out that they wanted the house, but they wanted to move in as soon as possible. So we Mm -hmm. were like, okay, well, what does that mean to them? And they were like, well, they would move in tomorrow. So whenever you guys can get out, that would be great. So, so that was on a Thursday and I graduated on Saturday and Mm -hmm. we were moving the house on Sunday. Like we had no time to like figure out where we were going to go. So luckily Jake just kind of took the reins on looking at houses and things. So it worked out, but it was so much of a scramble to get everything in there. And so we moved out a lot of our stuff on Sunday and Monday but then even on Wednesday, we were like, crap, I forgot this thing. So we would have to go back and like, you know, so yeah, it took a lot longer than we expected. Yeah. Y'all's was, it was way, it was beyond stressful, like to experience as someone who is like a planner and I need to always like have a plan before I start just like offering to move my house. I need to know where I'm going to go. And so like kudos to y'all. I could quite literally never, ever, ever do that. But y'all survived. You're in the new house. We you got rid of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. So now you're on the other side and yeah, well, you've got a lot of, of moves. It. Don't you have some, some news to share with the girly girls? Yeah. So my, I am moving as well. Um, long term, we're moving back to Birmingham. So basically, <laughs> which we're very, very, very excited about. Um, but it kind of happened abruptly. Um, so the weekend of Ashlyn's graduation, my husband went to Chicago with his dad's company they had like a trade show there and it somehow managed to work out that they would be offering my husband um a job not it all of this had kind of like been in talks been in the works before we before he went to Chicago so it wasn't like unexpected but Chicago was really kind of like the okay this is legit it's actually gonna happen Um, and his job, we don't actually have to move back to Birmingham. He pretty much can work from wherever, but it would be better for me. Yeah, it's better for us. We're closer to family and we, I I do want to say like we live in Huntsville now and we really do love it here. We love our house and I'm so freaking sad. It's it makes me like I actually started getting like almost emotional about it whenever we finally had the meeting with the realtor. Like I started to get panicked. Like, is this, should we do this? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to leave this house. I don't want to leave our neighborhood. But at the end of the day, like we do want to be in Birmingham. So it's kind of just like, uh, we had to make a decision and it kind of sucks either way. Yeah, so it's a little bittersweet, but I'm really excited. Um, they are yeah. building a new house, so they might get to live at my house for a little while. Um, <laughs> and once they get everything settled, we will get to have a couple of in-person podcasts because yeah, we'll be able to just like hang out and do them together. And I'm so excited for that because literally since they have decided that they're moving back to Birmingham, I've seen them more 
in the yeah. past couple of weeks than <laughs> literally we were just talking about this. I probably saw her more in the last couple of weeks than in the last two years, like combined. No, literally, literally, because I've seen you, you came up for um, Hoyt's birthday party oh, so and fun. then saw you at graduation. Um, you've come over to my in-laws the past two weekends to go yep. swimming. To go swimming, play mermaids. We were having so much fun. So we've seen each other a lot. <laughs> And yeah. I'm just ready for that to continue. I'm ready for y'all yeah, to be no, here. I know it's like sad same. Real, but I'm like so happy for me. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm happy about it as well. Like Ashlyn said, we're building a house and it's going to take quite some time to build and get moved in. So we're going to be kind of um, nomadic for a couple of months. But that's going to be fun. That'll be a little different. It will be, but that said, the audio-only episodes might have to continue. We will just see how it works out, whether I can, you know, finagle a, a good-looking studio at my parents' house or <laughs> at Hoyt's parents' house or whatever, but we, we're we really, really excited about it, and yeah, it's my husband, like I said, he's going to be working for his dad, which is something that we actually have been talking about for years, but... It was always just kind of like a pipe dream. Like, wouldn't it be cool if, Yeah. but That's it never so really like had, hear. yeah, it never really had potential to like come to fruition until literally like six weeks ago, his dad just called him and was like, hey, this is real. Like, are you interested? And Hoyt's like, I mean, sure. <laughs> it's exciting because this is like a job that I feel like he could see being his long-term career instead yes. of just another new job and so I'm I could not be more excited for Hoyt like I feel like he's gonna love it yeah yeah and he'll be I next to Neil he'll be near his family and near y'all's family and it'll just make everything yep. a lot easier yes so. absolutely the only other new thing which I kind of already hinted at is that I graduated medical school and could not be happier but it was the weirdest day of all time like mm. I know I said that match day was weird, but so, okay. So match was in March and I have not set foot in a hospital, in a school building, um, since then, except for to do these like little, we had some lectures that we had to do. Um, so I haven't like been doctoring or med student mm -hmm. for months. Yeah. So then for them to be like, well, here's your cap and gown and here's your diploma and here's you know, congratulations. I'm like, I haven't done shit. <laughs> right. And it's like, you felt like you had been done for a while. Yeah. I was like, point. I've been sitting my ass on my couch <laughs> for two months. And now you're like, congrats. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was very, very, very strange. Um, but I'm so happy that it's out of the way. And then next week I start my official job as a doctor, which is so weird and doesn't feel real, but it's real and I got to do it. So yep. that'll be interesting. I start off in the ICU for any healthcare people out there. And to say that I'm shaking in my boots is an <laughs> understatement. Like I've never spent more than like an hour in the ICU before. So it's definitely like a whole new experience for me. And I'm hoping to use that to my advantage. I'd be like, well, I don't know. I've never, I've never done this right. before, you know, right. <laughs> just really play it off. And then once yeah. I, I'm sure that I'll figure things out in like a week, but I'm just hoping that whoever I'll work under gives me a lot of grace because experience is, you know, the bar is in hell. 
So, um, other than that, I don't think I have much more to report, really. We're lucky yeah. on a neighborhood, but it's not like much. I mean, we're in Birmingham still, so it's not like a crazy yeah. move. Well, and you're closer to Caitlin now, your sister. So oh my that's God. nice. Actually, that has been life changing because the other day I needed. <laughs> so we, we moved to a house with only one bathroom, which I don't have much to say about, except for the fact that we haven't lived in a house when, with one bathroom in like six years. So mm-hmm. it's been weird. But so the it's, it's an old, old house and no one's lived here for months. And so we had a toilet issue and we just couldn't mm. use our toilet for a day. And so I don't even live five minutes from my sister. So I would just go to her house if I needed to use the bathroom for something or like shower or whatever. Yeah. And then like we also watch Vanderpump Rules together. So we have been watching those on Wednesday nights together. And it's just nice because before this, we lived like 28 minutes apart. Like it was a full mm-hmm. haul back after you at 9.30 p.m. Once, you know, the show is over. Right. <laughs> such a just a game changer for us so that's a good point yeah a huge positive for this new house yeah absolutely well um speaking of the Vanderpump rules I do not watch the show and I never have watched the show which is so sad the way I'm so invested in all of this which i believe it's over now right all of the like reunions have so the reunions happened. are over and then last night they released like a new surprise episode called secrets revealed where they went back at all of the um, basically the production films and everything and pieced together like more secrets and more like lies <gasps> and stuff and i haven't i'm gonna watch it tonight with my sister but uh yeah it's been crazy and the, the cool part is like because it's who or not hulu because it's bravo they have a partnership with peacock so like on wednesday night you can watch it live on bravo but then on Uh thursday they do um they will do an extended version of the reunion so there's like 30 more minutes (gasps) of like cut yeah edited out film to look at it's it's seriously so good and to be honest i think a lot of people are kind of over hearing about it and i get that but I have been watching this show since I was a freshman in college. Like, I'm eating yeah. it up. I love it. <laughs> so, And I'm honestly happy that there's, like, a lot of new fans. Because if I had asked some of my friends three years ago if they ever heard of Vanderpump Rules, they'd be like, what are you talking about? And now it's like... Oh, yeah. Like, I went when I was in Florida to meet Lisa Vanderpump. Like, I love... What? Yeah. Like, during COVID, Caitlin, Pachenza, and I bought tickets to see Stassi live like we love Vanderpump Rules but because we worked in the service industry so it's just like different gotcha but yeah I I had not heard literally like when I tell you they're like um Ariana Maddox I'm like I could I would not know who that is Tom Schwartz Tom Sandoval like I had quite literally never heard these people's names before. I didn't know what they looked like. Did not know. I knew I had heard Vanderpump Rules, but I didn't know what it was. I knew it was like reality television. So because like we listen to the toast and they talk about it nonstop. I literally know like every detail Mm -hmm. of what's going on with all of this. And it's fascinating. Like 
And I know that people are saying like, oh, people are coming out of the woodworks to be like Vanderpump Rules fans. No, like, I love that. That's what I'm saying too. Like I'm always looking for somebody to like talk talk about the, my shows with or exactly. my books with or, or whatever yeah. it is. So I don't know why you would be complaining about that. Like for me, I'm not going to go back and watch. I don't know how many seasons there are. But it's a disservice. I think you should. But I know that you're not really like a huge <laughs> reality TV girl. Oh my God, I'm not. But there's a new season of Love Island. I do watch Love Island. There's a new season of Love Island okay. UK, which is the premium Love Island. I agree. I've only seen like a couple of snippets from like all the, the Australia and the US ones. And I'm like, this is yeah. just like not the same. It's thing. not. It's not. And you know what's funny? Every time, like, I have seen every single season of Love Island where they speak English because there are some, like, there's, like, a Dutch one or, like, Spain or oh, whatever I didn't it know that. is. Okay, cool. I mean, I guess I could watch with subtitles. That's just, like, kind of not, not the my same vibe. kind of miss the context. Right. But I have seen every single season of U.S., U.K., and Australia every single time there's like a new UK season or like a new Australia season. It takes me like a good two or three episodes to be able to understand them because while they speak English, sometimes the accent, it throws me so bad. But totally, it is that is really like my only reality TV show that yeah. I'm like absolutely dedicated no, to. It is so good, which I haven't watched since you made me watch... Um... <laughs> Molly. Uh, Molly Mae, Tommy, Mora, all of them. But like, yeah. I loved it. And I, the same thing happened to me. Like I had to start off with subtitles and I would have to like basically pause and rewind because it is mm -hmm. the accents, but then they talk so quickly with the accent. And then they have this like slang, these slang yes. words that I've never heard. I don't know what they mean. But then by the end, like that was how my inner monologue sounded. Like it wasn't even <laughs> like that I had a normal, I had literally Maura Higgins like narrating my life and I was yeah. not I didn't need subtitles anymore like I was I was with it but I love that's that show. literally that's how I feel and Hoyt and I will like walk around the house like speaking in a, in a British accent or like using the slang that's really yeah. the biggest thing I wish so bad that I was British and I could use their slang because if you say it as an American people are just like literally what like Right, right. So funny. But I honestly think that if, like, just because you like Love Island so much, you would like the earlier seasons of Vanderpump, which it doesn't matter who you ask. If you ask some, like, anyone, well, anyone who watches reality TV, the first three seasons of Vanderpump Rules are, it's, like, some of the best reality that's ever, you know, hit, hit wow. the network. And it was, like, top of the charts back then. And then it kind of fell off. And then, you know, it kind of yeah. has, like, peaks and valleys. But to be honest, the first three seasons are pure gold. They're so, so good. And they kind of have more relationship drama back then because people were just dating. They're not married. They're not really, you yeah. know, they're just, like, a bunch of little stuff. And they all, at that point, worked together in the same restaurant. So if there's a feud, yeah. you're fighting about it while you're running your food to table 15. Like, it's it's so, so, so <laughs> funny. I just, yeah. I just can't recommend it enough. And But I don't think you yeah, need to watch them all. But, like, honestly, if you're looking for some good trash, I would just start with seasons one, two, three. Yeah. 
that's what it feels like because it feels like there's so much history in the show and so and so used to date so and so but then yeah. cheated on them with this other that's that's kind of like the the general vibe that I'm getting which I do love stuff like that I think it's more of like I would rather watch other things you know so I'm not like opposed to it by any means yeah. but yeah just no. not my vibe no, I totally get it. And I think most of that stuff does happen in the fir- the very early seasons because people start to settle, you know, into their, like, yeah. you know, Ariana and Tom have been together for nine years. So that, I mean, they got together yeah. season two. So it's not like yeah. there's just, I think that's kind of why the show ratings went down a little bit is because there wasn't as much relationship drama because everyone was finding their own, like, life right. we thought. Right. Um, so, yeah. But anyways, I recommend it. I don't think it's like, necessary to watch the most recent seasons but i mean because mainly yeah. because of instagram and tiktok now you can figure out what's yeah. been going on yeah no literally or you just listen to the toast and they, they do will tell you really quite literally recap. everything yes it's perfect no they do because that is the my only way of getting this information i know everything that happened mm-hmm. so <laughs> they do a really good job yeah <laughs> All right. So, was there anything else we needed to catch up on? Oh, I wanted to hear about what, um, which I guess we could have done this in the next episode, but just to keep it short and keep it attached to this one, um, what are you currently reading? I know you started a new series recently. I did. I did. So, after we um, finished the last book, which was so good, I was reading um, Slaying the Vampire Conqueror, which was the second novella in that series um it was really good and then after that I read Beach Read because I just kind of felt like I needed a little bit of a break from the fantasy and I I get this way a lot too like if I've been reading the same series or like reading something that's in the same universe I kind of just feel like at some point I need to break away, get into a different genre for just a little bit and kind of like so nice regroup. to have a break. And especially if that break is Emily Henry, I'm so excited for Happy Place. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason why I haven't read it yet is because it's only out in hardback and I just don't do hardback. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I did beach read. Um, and I, I genuinely liked book lovers, more but I just thought beach read like I don't really have any complaints it was just like a yeah okay and then I just felt like I moved on but I do not feel any kind of like attachment to the book I like I like them both I book lovers is my favorite then beach read I do I do not like the people we don't we meet on vacation at all um yeah what I I just love going from a fantasy where you have five books where they're all connected and everything's like all you know in depth yeah to go into something where like you get done and you you feel done you're like wow right great right it was just kind of like a little like fun little break in between and it does yes. what you need it to do just kind of like a palette cleanser so that's yeah. what um that's what I used that for and then I started a new series and I had seen it the way I even came across it was on TikTok and I don't really feel like people are like talking about it as much as I've just seen people do like you know the ones where they just like show a book and say like five series that I really enjoyed and 
It's called The Song of the Marked. Well, that's the first book in the series. I don't know. Oh, it's called Shadows and Crowns. Is kind of like the okay. I do not think I've what's heard that of called. This. Okay, it's very good. So I read the first book, which is The Song of the Marked, um, and then after I finished that, it was so good. It left on like such a big like reveal and cliffhanger. And then I had to move on to the book that we're going to be discussing this month, which is Queen of Myth and Monsters. And I will be saving all thoughts and opinions. But y'all, she did not want to. She was, this was like Sunday (laughs) where we're going to film on Thursday. And she's like, yeah, I know that I have to read Queen of Myth and Monsters, but I really need to read the second book first. And I was like, I'm sorry, you don't have time. Yeah, no, I, and I, just finished Queen of Myth and Monsters last night and immediately jumped straight into the second book of that series, which is called A Twist of the Blade. And it, okay, maybe I am going to say a little bit. The stark difference between how good this series is versus how terrible Queen of Myth and Monsters was, I cannot even... I literally, I didn't know that I would have such like a strong response to it. Mentally, it felt like the most satisfying thing ever to go back and actually read a series that was good after finishing a book that was so fucking bad. You know what I I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Which, (laughs) to be honest, like I haven't finished a book this bad in a while. So like usually I just like skip it and go to the next thing. But the same thing happened to me. So... I read, um, I've been kind of reading on and off a couple of like other fantasy books that are just, I don't know. Like I told y'all I've been reading Game of Thrones forever. I still haven't finished that. And then, but like, I still read like 10 pages every night. You know, it's not like I'm not making headway, but it's not like my priority. And then I'm also reading The House in the Cerulean Sea, which I think I started last time we, we filmed, I think Mm -hmm. I started it. Yeah. And so I got like really, really sick a few weeks ago and I was reading both of those books. And for some reason, when I, when I think about reading them, I feel, I feel like I'm still sick. I don't know how to explain that, but like, it just puts me back in some like weird mindset. So I find it hard to pick them up. Anyway. It's like you have like an association yeah. now. I get yes. that way about stuff though. Especially because the book is so different than what I'm used to reading. It puts you in like almost... I don't know, like a different like state of mind. And so that state of mind is now associated with me being like super nauseous and sick. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I'll finish it or not. It's fine. People have raved so much about it. I just can't, I just can't make myself finish. And then, so anyway, last, so yesterday I finished Queen of Myth and Monsters in the morning and then at night I picked up, oh, Neon Gods. Someone had, I think it was Emma had put in our comments that she wanted us to read it. And I picked it up and I, mm-hmm. I was like zooming through the pages. I was so excited to have like a new story. And it does seem like it's going to be good. It's um like a modern romantic retelling of Hades and Persephone, which I have oh, read. Okay. Also by Scarlett St. Clair. She has the Touch of Darkness series and I just didn't love it. So this one I'm hoping it, it already seems like the premise is a little bit better, but mm. I was just so happy to get into something new and different. And we'll go into all of our feelings about this book um, on the next yeah. episode. But just know it's going to be a little different than, than usual. 
hundred percent. And you know what? I would say even if you did not read Queen of Myth and Monsters, I have a feeling that you would still enjoy because um, we haven't recorded it yet. But I have a feeling that you will still enjoy us absolutely obliterating this book. I really hope so. I think I think we're gonna kind of change up our format and not do it in so such like depth and just kind of go into yeah. like straight into the characters and why we feel the way we feel because it's just such it was such a different experience for us than the other totally. books. That we, I think every other book we've read, we rated like four or five stars. So yeah, this is a new one. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely going to be um, different. I was telling Ashlyn before we started recording, like I genuinely do not have one nice or good thing to say about this book. So if you're just bored, if you just want to hear a couple of girls talk shit about a book and honestly, the book was so bad. Like some of the, I was even telling Hoyt, like some of the things that happen and he would die laughing because it's so fucking stupid. Like, yeah, I genuinely think even if you didn't read the book, you might still enjoy this episode just to listen to how moronic this book was. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, if we don't have anything else, I think, I think I'm probably... good. I think we're good on the wrap up. I'm happy that we finally filmed one. And thank you guys all for Same. joining in. Hopefully this won't be too, too long of an episode. Um, and catch us on the next one for our review of Queen of Myth and Monsters. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, um, we will see you in a bit. See ya. Bye.